guys, it's me. Um, this isn't, this wasn't supposed to be what it's going to turn into be, but um, this morning I had thought about saying something that I wanted to say before the episode tomorrow, for tomorrow's episode, kind of as like an intro, but I wanted to record it beforehand because Pat will be with me tomorrow when we record, and I kind of didn't want to just go on this rant that I was going to go on this morning um, while he was right next to me because even though he's an incredible friend, I just didn't really want to subject him to whatever I was going to say because I didn't know how long it would be and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to say, but I knew some sort of, you know, topic that I wanted to talk about. And then I went to the movies um, two hours ago and um, I had a whole new perspective on everything. So um, instead of doing an intro to the episode tomorrow, um, this is going to be its own episode. And um, I promise I'll throw in two music news things that happened over the last week or so just to make it relevant. But I kind of wanted to just come on and talk. And that's something that I've never done on this podcast because that's not what this podcast is. I mean, I did do an episode where I talked about um, going on stage for Misery Business on a tour two back um, two years ago, but I've never actually sat down and gotten real. And it's because this podcast isn't supposed to be me or me getting real, but I woke up this morning and um, I had a lot of thoughts and I wanted to make an intro to tomorrow's episode for no reason. It had nothing to do with what me and Pat might talk about tomorrow. I don't honestly know what we're going to talk about tomorrow because I don't really know what's been going on. I've been on a social media break, so I really don't know what's happening. So I'm going to have him fill me in tomorrow when we go to lunch. But I was in a really, really crappy place this morning. I've been in a crappy place for a couple weeks now. And um, I sat down and I recorded like 12 different things and I kept deleting them and I kept getting upset. And I just closed my laptop and went to the movies. And I saw Happy Death Day to You, which is the sequel to Happy Death Day, which if you know me, it was one of my favorite movies that came out. I think it came out two years ago, but it was one of my favorite movies and it was so good. It was so funny and I, I loved it. And um, my friend Chad, he um, he told me that there was a montage in the movie to Paramore's Hard Times. So I, I loved it. It was great. I'm glad he told me about it so I could be prepared for it. And um, I love the movie, but um, if you guys don't know what it's about, um, it's basically about, the, well, the first one was about a girl who wakes up on her birthday and she gets killed and she has to relive that day over and over again until she finds out who kills her. And then the sequel is basically um, the one of the guys from the first movie, he wakes up and gets killed and has to relive his day, but they find out why he was reliving his day and why the girl was reliving her day. And it's basically just the whole movie, her trying to, you know, defeat the the endless loop that is her getting killed. So it's not a feel good movie. It's not really, it's just supposed to be some like campy thriller comedy. So I was watching it and I was already pretty bummed out. Um, I had been talking to some friends all day. They've been supporting me through all the things that I've been going through. And I was just in a very, very, you know, numb state of mind when I went into the movie. And then there was a part at the end. Um, I guess I'll kind of spoil it. So 
spoiler alert, um, at the end of the movie, oh, well, in the first movie, the lead character, her mother is dead and her mother shared the same birthday as her. And the whole premise of the first movie is to make you think that she's reliving the day because she has to deal with her mother's death. So in the second movie, her mother is actually alive because they're in an alternative dimension. And in this dimension, her mother is still alive. And um, I don't normally like cry at movies. I don't really cry at a lot of things. Like songs don't really make me cry often. Movies don't really make me cry often, except for The Fault in Our Stars because I'm not heartless. And um, shows don't really make me cry. Like I've only cried at one music show in my entire life. And that was when I saw... Paramore on Parahoy and Aaron Weiss did No Friend. That's the one and only time I ever really cried at a show. So um, I was sitting in the movies and um, the towards the end, the lead character has made her decision that she wants to go back to her dimension where her mother is dead. So she has to actually tell her mother, you know, goodbye, essentially. So she's sitting there and she's telling her mom how much she loves her and everything. And um, her mom said something that just made me sob uncontrollably for whatever reason and she basically said that um uh the best kind of love is the one that makes you feel better like the one that makes you better a better person that's what she said she said the best kind of love is the one that makes you a better person and i don't know if it's just all the shit that i'm going through or if i'm just an emotional mess or what happened but I was just getting really, really, really like emotional and just crying hysterically in this fucking movie theater. Everyone probably thought I was insane, but, um, I had a revelation and, uh, I had another revelation while they were in the hotel room and her, um, her mom was telling her about how love is a leap of faith and how she didn't know that, um, the girl's father was the one she just, you know, took a chance and that's just what happened. So again, I don't know if it's just a bunch of shit that I'm going through, but I um I originally wanted to make this well now it's an episode but the original idea for the intro for tomorrow's episode started out with me talking about how um this podcast has always been haunted by a ghost and if you guys noticed if you if you've listened to more than one episode of this podcast you'd realize that the intro is different and it's not the permanent intro my friend John is working on a new intro but we're trying to figure out what we want it to sound like and everything. So it's been kind of a process, but I've come to the realization that I could not let something that I built be haunted anymore. And, um, there's this saying that went around so much right around when I needed it. And it was, you can't heal in the environment that make made you sick. And I've been trying to heal in an environment that has made me sick. And it's really tough because I literally live in the environment that made me sick. And my podcast is also haunted by something that made me sick. And I can control at least that. So I needed to change that. And I needed to do it immediately. Um, it's been a long time coming. And it sounds really stupid, but it's something that really needed to happen. And um, also goes with my environment and how, you know, I've been thinking about moving. You know, I've lived in New York my whole life. I just turned 26 last week. And, um, I've been thinking about, you know, making a move for a year and living in Raleigh and, um, being with my friends and just living life there and see where it goes. But, um, I've, I've really started to think about a lot of things and 
the reason why I'm bringing this up is because um, along with the podcast being haunted, I started writing a book in January. A lot of people may have seen on Instagram and Twitter and all other social media platforms that I used to be on, you know, back in the day, a week ago. And um, I was writing a book and it's something that I've wanted to do since I was 11 years old, maybe even earlier. And um, I started writing it because it was supposed to be my way to cope through the trauma that I went through with um, one of my last breakups. And um, a lot of people probably say, like, everyone goes through breakups, like, suck it up. But um, it was really traumatic. And a lot of things happened. And um, nobody has the right to tell anybody that what they went through wasn't traumatic enough for their standards. So I went through that. And it was really hard. And it was hard for a while afterwards. And um, I got this idea that I wanted to write about it. And I've had poems, I've had writings, I've had photos I've had everything from the last like 10 years of my life and um I wanted to put it out and I wanted people to read it and I wanted people to feel better and I wanted people to understand that they aren't alone and um at the time I was very very happy and I decided that I wanted to include that and I wanted it to be basically how I survived you know a very traumatic thing and came out on top and then I had to stop writing it because I realized halfway through um, there was a lot of uncertainty and just like how my podcast has been haunted by a ghost up until this moment, I didn't want my book to be haunted by the same thing, especially by something that was so pure. So I had to stop writing it for my mental health because it was literally destroying me and to some degree it was destroying somebody very important to me. And um, that sucked. That you know, I've, I've always said that I don't think my heart has ever really been broken, but, um, that was one of the first things that truly almost broke my heart in half. And, um, I still haven't touched it since it's been almost a month since I've touched it. I don't know if I'm ever going to touch it again. And, um, it was, it was really sad and it's still really sad. Um, people close to me have told me to change the topic or, write something else or do something else or change it around but the way I was writing it is the way that I wanted to put out and I just can't find it in me to change it at least right now and then I was really sad about it and this morning I was talking about it for what is now this episode and um, when I was watching the movie for some reason I got this epiphany and it was basically that my happy ending can still happen, but it can be about how I found the things that I liked about myself because up until maybe six months ago, I didn't like anything about myself. And now I can say there's at least a handful of things that I can say that I like about myself. And that's really, really crazy to think about because I never really thought there was anything about me that was worth anything. And I just feel like I've been emotionally put through a blender and I feel like it's just been spinning and spinning and spinning and then no one's ever unplugged it or stopped it. But um, where I'm trying to go with this is that I know that, you know, nobody came here to listen to me talk for however long I'm talking about 
all of this shit. But um, a lot of people that listen to this are friends of mine, are people that I, I've met because of this podcast and are friends now. Um, people that have been friends with me for 10, 15, 20 years that are listening. Um, I feel like I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish with this podcast and that's create a community. And it's something that I can say that I built and it's something that I'm really proud of. So I feel like getting personal about mental health is something relevant and something that I should be talking about. And it's something that I want to talk about. And um, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on that the internet doesn't know about. They just see text posts, but there are people behind the things that are being put online. And it's really difficult to talk about stuff and not have people assume what's going on and have people judge and um, it's been really, really hard to navigate that. And that's more or less why I was, why I am still on a social media break. And, you know, everything happens for a reason and things that are meant to be aren't temporary. So if something's meant to be, it'll be. And um, I've had to rely on faith and fate a lot recently. And I've had to trust that there are things bigger than me that I don't even know about that are happening. I had somebody that I don't really know very well, but is very, very smart and uh, very insightful, say something to me in October that really resonated with me. She said, if you can hear this yet, it's time to fall apart. Rest in a new concept that you don't have to know what's around the corner and you aren't in control even when you try to be. And it may be fucking rad. You don't have to know right now. You get to rest. Let your heart heal how it wants to. Take the time. And I mean, she said a bunch of other stuff to me that um, really, really connected with me. But um, I was rereading everything that she had said this morning. And that's something that really, really stuck out to me. And it's true that time does heal all wounds and time does heal broken hearts. And um, I already feel that a lot of things are being mended as I even speak right now. And it's just, um, I really don't know where all this is coming from, mind you. Um, I guess I just woke up and I felt the need to speak. But um, I, I spent a lot of time the past couple months writing and spent a lot of time regretting everything that I've ever written. But I've gotten a lot of response from the things that I've written online and people have really connected to it and really resonated. So it broke my heart and when I had to stop writing the book because I felt that a lot of things that I was writing could have done something for someone or could have made somebody feel less alone. And it just, it hurts that I can't finish it. And maybe I will finish it. Maybe there is a happy ending somewhere inside of me. Maybe there's a happy ending, you know, on the other side. I, d I don't know. But um, I'm working on my own happy ending right now before I can finish the happy ending to the book. And um, I do believe that there is always a happy ending for everyone, including myself. And I think it's something that I just have to be patient for. So um, I don't know what else that I would I really wanted to say, but I really just wanted to sit down and tell you guys that it's incredibly difficult to watch somebody close to you struggle. It's really hard to watch yourself struggle, but I just want everybody to know that things are going to be okay. Things are going to be okay in your life. Things are going to be okay in my life. 
um, take the time to heal whatever you feel is broken. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> so the real reason that why I even wanted to talk about this was the whole um, intro situation and how I felt that um, this podcast was forever haunted by something that I just wanted to never think about again. And um, that was such a hard time that I feel like I can finally say that I've gotten over and that I've lived through and that I came out the other side and um, I, I survived. And it's nice to finally say that it was a long road to recover from that. And yeah, it was... It wasn't really that much time at all in the grand scheme of things, but emotionally every day felt like a year and um, it was really tough to bring a lot of people down with me and it was really hard to navigate a lot of those feelings and trauma and PTSD and it was just a mess and I finally feel I'm at a place where I can put that ghost to rest. And it's hard to accept sometimes, but not everybody heals the same way that we do. And the way that I was healing through all of my trauma was writing about it, um, talking about it, um, feeling anxious that I was talking too much about it, and um, realizing a lot of things in the process. And like I keep saying, things happen for a reason, and everything that I did... Um, that got me here. I can't say that I regret because I did get something out of everything. And that was I got to get past all of those demons. And I'm really thankful for it. And I'm thankful for all of the, the people that helped me. And um, like I said in the beginning, I have the most incredible support system on the planet. I didn't realize how much support I had until that breakup happened. You know, I felt so alone for so many years and I felt like I wouldn't have anybody. I felt like I literally couldn't pick up the phone and call anybody. And I'll never forget the day that that happened. And then I was just overwhelmed with so much love and so much genuine friendship. And that was one of the hardest days that I had to go through, but it was also one of the most insightful days that I've ever gone through. And, um, I'll never, I'll never forget any of that. And, you know, life is tough sometimes. And I always joke that life is hard and, um, it's not really a joke. <laughs> life is really fucking hard, but, um, we have to go through hard stuff to get to the good stuff. And it's taken me up until now to finally be okay with a lot of things that happened to me. Wow, it was like six months ago already that a lot of stuff that was really, really traumatizing happened to me. And I'm finally coming out the other side of that. And it's just, you know, I never really want to talk about my personal life. And I really don't ever think I'll go into much detail about any of that stuff, but it was just, it was a lot. And if the book ever happens, um, there'll be a little more detail to it, but I just want everybody to know that the purpose of this episode was to shed some sort of light and some hope, something that prior to seeing that movie seemed very unlikely. 
But after I got out of the movies, um, I put on a bunch of really upbeat pop songs and it was um, really nice outside and I just drove and I felt like everything was going to be okay. And everything is going to be okay. And I just want somebody out there listening to hear that and, you know, maybe apply that to their own life. So, um, yeah, I know that this started one way and is ending another, but the entire purpose was I really wanted to talk about, um, being haunted and why I've been the way that I've been. And I hope that everybody knows that, um, social media is only one thing, you know, it's only one side to many, many different other things, you know, um, I've been really trying to just be a voice and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I don't even want my own voice, but, um, I've learned through writing this book, even though it doesn't really exist, exist much, you know, anymore, um, is that I think that we all go through similar things, if not the same exact thing, and we all heal differently. And you have to understand how your friends heal and you have to understand your role in that and you have to understand where you just can't be and where you can be and just accept things for what they are I know I am and um yeah that was my TED talk um I did have two really random things to just touch on because you know this is still a music podcast and I guess I should do that um, before I went on a social media break, I did see two things from my email, actually, because I haven't given up email yet, um, that were interesting from Nylon. Uh, Ariana Grande apparently said that there were different versions of Thank You Next. And apparently she told Zach Sang that um, there was one version where um, there were, I think there was two different versions aside from the one that she put out. So I think there was three total, but there was at least another one where uh, she said that her and Pete's relationship was so up and down that she wrote different versions of the song in case they got married or in case that they broke up. And since they broke up, the one that we hear today is the one that she put out. And apparently if they had gotten back, if they stayed together, there was a, the first line was uh, they say I'm too young, had too many boyfriends and then uh, the article says, but that doesn't exactly have the same ring to it or appeal as name dropping. And I don't know. I like Thank You Next, but uh, I think it's so weird with the intro when people are covering it and everything and you hear people say these names and they've never dated anybody with these names before. But I, you know, I, I respect the hell out of it. And she also said, in my relationship with Pete at the time, things were like up and down and on and off. And so I didn't know what was going to happen. And then we got back together. Grande explained in the interview. So I had to make a different version of it. And then we broke up again. So we ended up going with that verse. So that's Ariana Grande. She put out a record on my birthday. I don't know if me and Pat are going to talk about it. So I'm not going to talk about it right now. But um, it was good. That's all I'm going to say on it for now. Because I don't know if he and I are going to talk about it. But... Yeah, I can say that it came out on my birthday, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then the last article from Nylon that I'm going to read is something that should have its own episode because it already has its own episode talking about this. But 
I got this in my email and I screamed. It was Avril Lavigne addresses the theory that she's dead. And if you guys know me, you know how I feel about this. So it says, uh, if you guys don't know, or if you didn't listen to that episode with Molly, um, Avril has never actually directly addressed this. And the one time that it's rumored that she addressed it, I've watched the interview and I don't know if I'm missing it or if I'm just stupid or one of my brain cells wasn't working out of the two, but she's never directly addressed it. And that's why people are like, come on. So it says Avril Lavigne has spoken out about the widespread conspiracy theory that she died and was replaced by a doppelganger saying it's nothing more than a dumb internet rumor. Sounds like something a doppelganger would say. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly about her new album, Levine spoke about the viral idea that she died by suicide and was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa. She said that she was not affected by the rumors in her personal life, but just flabbergasted that people bought into the dumb internet rumor, Levine said. On one hand, everyone's like, oh my God, you look the same. And then on the other hand, people are like, oh my God, she died. And then it was talking about the um, how it started and... Uh, saying that there's no way that the singer behind Skater Boy can be the same person behind Girlfriend. Holy shit, I've said that exact same thing. Actually, I've said the same person that wrote Under My Skin did not write... Um, oh my god, what is the... Oh, the best damn thing. Sorry, I was thinking of the song Everything Back But You because that was on my uh, my shuffle. And uh, yeah, this, the person that wrote Under My Skin is not the same person that wrote The Best Damn Thing. And... That's because Melissa wrote the best damn thing. If you want more on that, listen to the episode, My Complicated Happy Ending, because me and Molly spent an hour talking about this. So yeah, those are the two music news things that I had because Nylon was very um, up on music this week, I guess. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Um, I'm not going to give my socials out because I'm not really on them and I think... Uh, it'd be better if people aren't looking for me right now because they're not going to find anything. But um, if you know me personally, you can hit me up on Facebook Messenger because I'm using that or text or call me if you have my phone number. If you're one of the few people that are listening that actually do have that direct contact to me. Um, I haven't really done much with this podcast as far as, you know, keeping up with socials and everything. Um I still have to send out merch. So if you guys do want merch, it's rebelheartspodcast.bigcartel.com. And I've been trying to answer emails. It's rebelheartspodcast at gmail.com. So if you guys want to shoot me an email, um, I'm getting better at replying. It's just the brain space just hasn't been, you know, there yet. So yeah, that's really all I got for you guys. Um, I will play you guys a song because that's what I do. Uh, Maggie Rogers put out a record earlier this uh did she put it out in January? I'm not really sure. I usually uh, write, you know, my episodes down and this one I'm just sitting here talking. So I don't actually have anything in front of me. But Maggie Rogers put out a really good album recently and I have it on vinyl. That's how much I liked it. And I really like the song Alaska. And that's the song I have for you guys. And I definitely think you guys should check out the record because it was one hell of a record. And I, I love it. I listen to it all the time. So... I will still see you guys at the front, maybe just not online. Here is Maggie Rogers. I was walking through icy streams that took my breath away. 